Reformed Church. You know, if you've come to the church for a while, you know that we talk about giving and how giving is free will, right, in the New Covenant. Um, in the Old Covenant, uh, it, was, it was a commandment, you know, your tithes and your offerings, which, you know, tithes and offerings is really not what we think it is. You know, it, I'm sure every single person here has heard about tithes and offerings, but that terminology is taken from the Old Testament, and the offerings were bulls and goats and, you know, livestock and lambs and stuff like that. Um, as well as their tithes, too. Um, I won't get into that very much, but just to know that there's an Old Testament and there's a New Testament, and we live in the New Testament, right? Um, And a cool representation of the Old and New Testament, and one of those changes that has occurred is that good works, including giving, was an obligatory thing in the Old Testament. While in the New Testament, good works and giving is still good, right? Morality hasn't changed. But now it's free will. Now there's no commandment from God saying, you have to do this um, or else. That's what the law did. The law put the red tape up and said, if you cross this line, you're going to get punished. And, and you know, if, you, if you stay within these parameters, then you're going to be blessed. That's how the law worked. It was rules and regulations to try to force people to do good works. While in the New Testament, we just believe on Jesus and the Holy Spirit um, inside of us produces the good works, but it's always voluntary. Um, and just quickly, one of the, uh, the cool symbols in the Bible um, of this fact is just the fact that Moses came down the mountain, Mount Sinai, if you remember. He came down twice. The first time he came down the mountain, God had just spoken the Ten Commandments. And the first time he came down the mountain, the people were already breaking the Ten Commandments by the time he came down the mountain, right? And he broke those two tablets at the foot of the mountain. And that was symbolic of the first covenant, the first time that Moses came down the mountain. And in that first covenant, uh, symbolically, when Moses broke those tablets the first time coming down the mountain, that shows that in the first covenant, with the first mediator, people always break God's law. God required things of people, and people always break that law. The difference, though, the second time Moses comes down Mount Sinai, it's symbolic of the new covenant, the second covenant, because there were second tablets and everything. There's more to go in with this, but the second time Moses came down the mountain, his face shone with glory. And that's to show the new covenant, the second covenant, the second mediator is more glorious than the first covenant, right? We know that in the new covenant, we have better promises. We have a better mediator. Um, it's a better covenant. And that's why Moses uh, only came in glory the second time. Because that second time he came down the mountain, it's a symbol of the more glorious new covenant that we have today. The interesting thing, though, Contrary to the first time Moses came down the mountain, when he came down the first time, people were already breaking the commandments when he came down the first time. The second time, God told him something different. God actually told Moses to take a collection of the people, but he said that the collection should be free will, and only as people's heart stirred them up should they give. It wasn't obligatory. It wasn't a commandment saying you had to give. He said just, you know, any man whom the Spirit of God stirs up to give, let him give. And they actually took a collection. It wasn't a commandment. It wasn't an obligatory thing. It wasn't you're going to be blessed if you do it, and you're going to be cursed if you don't. It was just free will giving. In the second time he came down the mountain, mind you. In the more glorious time he came down the mountain. Um, And they took the collection, and actually people gave so much. Moses had to restrain the people from giving because they were giving so much. And that is symbolic. Just so you know, this is not my slant on it. This is actually God's intention with writing about the two times Moses came down the mountain. 
One represents the first covenant in which it's obligatory for you to give, and people are always breaking that because we will always break God's laws while we are required to work for God, right? Uh, and tithing and giving and all that kind of stuff, that's all an old covenant thing where, as far as the obligatory nature of it, where you were obligated to do it. You had to do it. You know, you've heard in church before, if you don't give, you're cursed with a curse. And if you do give, God will open the windows of heaven and bless you, uh, you know, so you don't have room enough to receive it. You realize, right, that all of those things are old covenant principles. If you could be blessed by your giving, then you don't need Jesus to have come so that you can be blessed through Jesus. You don't need him. Being blessed by your giving is like saying you were saved by your giving. You would never say that, right? You would never say, well, most people probably wouldn't say that, that you gave to church and that saves you. And now I'm going to heaven and everything because, you know, uh, I, I, I gave. Most people wouldn't say that because you don't believe that you, you receive salvation from God by giving. But we will say we receive financial blessing from God through our giving. But that's an Old Testament way of thinking. The obligatory nature of you must give at church and you must give this percentage and you must do this, that, and the other thing or else you're going to be cursed with a curse and your finances aren't going to be blessed. That whole obligatory nature of good works is an Old Testament thing and that's why, um, and I'm basically just done right here, but that's why the first time Moses came down the mountain, it was, it was symbolic of that first covenant, which it's obligatory and people are always breaking it. But again, the second covenant is about free will giving. Any giving that is done at church or even to your neighbor in the New Covenant is not a commandment or an obligation or under compulsion. Um, it is pure free will, and out of your heart, you choose what you would like to give. And the Holy Spirit will lead you as to what you want to give. Um, giving is still a good thing in the New Testament. This church would not exist right now if you did not give. It would not exist. Everybody has something to give, um, so it's, it's just a matter of what do you feel led to give? What does your heart stir you up to give? And think about the value of what's being said, and then you make that decision between you and the Lord, but it's free will. And that's the way that it was the second time Moses came down the mountain. In this new glorious covenant with our second mediator, um, all giving is free will. And it's not to receive a blessing from God, and it's not because you're going to be cursed if you don't. It's just because I want to support the gospel. That's all it is. So all you have to evaluate is, do you receive value here? And if you receive value here, your giving is actually partnering with us to promote the gospel further. And that's, that's as simple as it is. That's as simple as it is. And you know what? If uh, you didn't give the same amount this week as last week or whatever it is, you know, we encourage everybody to give. Again, that's how we're empowered to do this. But doesn't, it's not a blessing or curse matter, and it's not an obligatory matter. There's no particular percentage that you have to give at church. There's no particular percentage, right? This is not the storehouse, contrary to what people say. Tithes were brought to the priests in the Old Testament, and uh, you don't bring your tithe into the storehouse. This is just you give uh, according to the value you receive and according to what you're able to give. And that's just, that's just that. And then we can go on being blessed because of Jesus, right? Not because of our works. We hope you enjoyed this message from Reformed Church. If you have, please share this with someone else and help us get this unpopular message to the world. If you'd like to support Reformed Church, you can do so at reforminus.com give. Also on our website, you can take advantage of our free messages, articles, and even full discipleship courses. Start reforming your mind now at reforminus.com.